Hi, welcome to Mirror Studies. I'm your host, Jill. And I'm your other host, Lucas. I matched your enthusiasm. You did a lot better that time, and I tried to tape, taper mine down a little bit Almost so that we were more middle. even. Yeah, because we've got sort of a Wednesday Enid dynamic going on with uh, <laughs> our, our opening things. You stole that from me. I, you, you were the one who brought it to my attention. I'm not yeah. stealing it from you. I'm sorry if I didn't give you like. And it's just funny because I'm more Enid vibes in life. Do you think? Do you think? I don't, I don't really think I'm Wednesday vibes. No, I don't think you're Wednesday vibes. I think in our greeting for the podcast, I'm Wednesday vibes and you're Enid vibes. Yeah. But in life, I'd say we're both Enid vibes. Okay, fair enough. I was going to say. It's just the first two minutes of the podcast. And also, I wonder if when people listen to it, they're like, you know what would be fun? Mm -hmm. Is if you didn't analyze the way you greeted us every time. <laughs> no, that's what they're here for. Or are they here for John Mayer content? Uh, it's a little bit of both. A little bit of both, I dare say. I'll put up a poll. <laughs> okay, before we get into this week's song, which is Wheel, chosen by you guys, I would like hey, to... Hey, good job choosing this time, guys. Love this one. Interesting you feel like that. Yeah. Because I felt like that uh -huh. until I had to start taking my notes. Really? This is a rare case where I, I'm not walking away liking the song less, uh -huh. but I'm walking away liking it the same. Oh, that was not my experience. Interesting. Yeah. Well, our experience is never the same. That yeah. is the one good thing that works. So I want to say sorry that we missed last week. Um, because I got sick, which you can clearly still hear. So Lucas is being very brave. To you know what? I couldn't do it to you guys. I couldn't have two weeks of no podcast. I can't be contagious anymore. So I just like, you know, I'm risking my, my health for you. I'm putting it all out on the line. That's how much you matter to me to make sure that you get new content, new mayor studies content coming to your, your door. Yeah, your door. Yeah. So I'm sorry about that. We skipped a week. But also in other skipping a week news, why don't we just do this now? Lucas, yes. explain what's happening next week. Okay, so we are taking the Christmas week off, which shouldn't come as a surprise. This is the holidays yeah. everyone does. Yeah. So there won't be an episode on the 26th, the Monday the 26th. Right. So you're listening to this. It's This episode is out Monday the 19th of December. Or right. maybe you're listening to it sometime after that. But that's the that's the episode for that week. The week after that, the 26th, the day after Christmas, we're taking that week off. We're going to be with our families. Jill's going to be doing some traveling. I'm going to yeah. be who knows what. Um, but we will be back, and your next episode will be uh, actually on New Year's Day. Right. Oh, what a fun way to kick off the oh, New no, Year. Oh, no, sorry. It's the day after. Oh. It's January 2nd. Sorry. What a fun way to kick off the second day yes. of the New Year. So January 2nd, we'll be back with our next episode after this one. Yes. Okay, thank you for explaining that. I yes. don't know why I have so much trouble with it. So John in the news, there's a lot to go over. Yes. One, John played a new song. I Or a snippet of a new song, right? Did he play Correct. the entire thing? No, I'm okay. sorry. And it was like, hey, here's this part. Yeah. Hey, here's that part vibes. At that concert that we didn't go to. But I remember someone messaged us because it was in San Jose. It was like Alice in One Winterland or something. Some radio station out there had a Christmassy sort of vibes thing. And so then I did feel I have some FOMO because mm -hmm. I would like to hear a new song too. And he played a lot of songs. It was a lengthy set list where I thought it was going to be like two songs and off the stage. Uh-huh. Um, did you hear it? I did. Did you like it? Uh, it's fine. Mm -hmm. I'll need to hear it, like, in the context yeah. of the song. Yeah. I liked it. I thought the reaction it was getting from people was a little over the top. Yeah, it's just because it, you have a built-in fan base, right? Yeah. You're, They're already Everyone excited. there is you there to see you. said new song. Yes. So that's they, all you, you had. them at new song. Exactly. Yes, yes. Okay. And maybe it'll be a banger by the time it's all done. But it's just, it's I really think it hard. Will be. It was, for me, it's really hard to judge off just that little bit of a I clip. hear you. Okay, our second John in the News, we put up a poll from last week's episode, which is really two weeks ago because of my illness, is I don't hit on 19 a compliment <laughs> or was it an insult? 
56% said compliment, 44% said insult. That's pretty well balanced. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. I thought, I mean, it's not 50-50. It obviously swayed one direction more than the other. But I was like, that is interesting that we're all so baffled by this Mm -hmm. and his intentions and that line. Um, So that was fun. And then next, uh, John released another new watch. Do you know about this? I saw it. It... I'm not a watch guy. Let me put this no. out there. I, you are I, a jewelry guy. I though. wear copious amounts of jewelry. Copious. I don't wear a watch. Mm-hmm. I've, I, I tried it once. Mm-hmm. Someone bought me a watch and I like tried to wear it and it just doesn't work for me. I love a watch. But this, the, the watch that he was, it looks like something I could buy at like Target for like 40 bucks. You're about to make people so mad. I know. That watch was $180. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think I'm that not included a, shipping. I'm not, a, I'm not a watch guy, so I'm totally out of my element here. But. Well, I mean, it's a G-Shock and it looks like a G-Shock. I don't know. I don't. That means nothing to me. Mm, it does. So if you think about Rory, no, it can make no, something to other people. It no, just doesn't mean anything to if me. If you give me a minute, I think it will. Okay. So you don't pay attention to the nuances in New Girl, or no, I'm sorry, not, uh, Gilmore Girls, which I can't believe I'm going to talk about this twice now because it wasn't planned. But I do have something to say about it later. Oh, nice. Um, Rory had a G-Shock watch, and Did it, was, she? Okay. it was big. Like you couldn't really miss it, and it was like a thing. Like mm-hmm. think Britney Spears era. Okay. Like these giant sort of plastic yeah. um, watches uh-huh. and so to someone who cared more maybe about watches fashion at mm-hmm. the time they have like a special place in my heart I never oh, okay. had one but uh-huh. I wanted a baby G okay um, and then when John released the black one I don't know I didn't know about it when he released the white one, mm-hmm. I did know about it okay. and I was on like the list to get like notified in advance and mm-hmm. I just sat there like is it okay to spend this much money on a watch? Oh, and man. I decided it wasn't. Uh-huh. And then the next day I was like in tears that I didn't buy it. Oh. I hate when that happens. Yeah. Like if you, anyway. But maybe you would have bought it and then been in tears that you bought it, right? Buyer's remorse. Like, nah, I could have sold so it on money. the internet. Oh, so okay. it would have been fine. Although I don't think people should do that. So when the blue one came out, I was like, well, I'm just going to get it. Like mm-hmm. knee-jerk reaction. But they put it in a picture with the black and white one. And then I was so agitated I didn't have the white one. Mm-hmm. This is so stupid. But the box for the white one is so cool. Okay. It made me want to buy it. Oh, wow. Okay. That's dumb. That's marketing working very well. It is. It's just like like a off-white box with like a, kind of like a little faded rainbow situation. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going to need that just for the box. That's awesome. That's dumb. <laughs> uh, so I didn't buy the watch. That's a oh, great okay. story. Glad I walked us through that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I did a poll, but I forgot to write down what the results were if people were going to buy the watch. But not a lot of people were worried about it. Because yeah. not everyone's a watch person. Yeah. And then last but not least, uh, which is goes to away from John in the news and into Jill and Lucas in the news. Ooh, we have news? Yeah. Oh, what's You just don't remember because I got sick and it's been like a month. Oh. Uh, Lucas had a show yes. at a local place called Romano's. Yes. And someone, I posted it in her story because you guys did a John Mayer song. Yes. And someone's like, you guys are from Redlands? I'm from Redlands. Oh, really? <laughs> and I was like, do we not talk about that? No, you've never told me this. I'm finding about this no, on I mean, air right now. No, I mean, we not talk about how we're from Redlands. Oh. I don't think we do. I used to be really nervous about saying cities. So right. I think maybe I said like California, we've close definitely, to Los Angeles. Yeah, we've talked about the pro- proximity Springs. to Palm Springs for yeah. sure. And we've talked about how we're like eight miles or eight miles, eight hours away from like the Bay because of this John Mayer show that was coming up. Yes. Yeah, but I, we might not have been But like, we've not we maybe specified Hang out in downtown Redlands. Redlands. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, she was all excited and I was excited too. Oh, awesome. we run into her. Um, but you played You should tell great. me who it is so that I, I know well, if I, I don't, I wouldn't come prepared because see what happened was I prepared for this a week ago. So I I'm all over the place. 
Um, but oh, you played you. wonderful. Thank you, thank and you. And it was a lot of fun. And yes. in very exciting news, yes. a love match between oh. two mutual friends may or most likely may have not happened. A yeah. love connection, if you will. Possibility. Possible. There I was mean, some spark there. Right. Yeah. There's a spark on one side. Whether we can fan it into flames or not. I'm, well, well, someone needs to do the fanning. <laughs> we know which friend it is. One friend has done enough work. Oh. Anyways, we'll update you on that riveting story yes. later. You know that, uh, so I'm, I'm very excited because this weekend, uh, I will have, will have played four weeks in a row mm-hmm. with four different bands. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sounds like you have commitment issues. I'm just getting passed around. <laughs> You. Okay. Just a community drummer. Song bio. <laughs> That's a really long intro. It's 8.35. Hey, uh, there we go. Uh, the song's wheel is off Heavier Things. Uh, John has said it was the last song he wrote for Heavier Things and that the album would not have been complete without it. Um, and that he felt like, you know, once that song was written, then he's like, okay, now I can turn in the record. Right. Um it's the typical people from the Heavier Things thing. It's David Labriere, who is a, was a longtime collaborator with him up to that point, and they've done a few things ever since. It's Matt Chamberlain on the drums again. This is the second time we've talked Very about exciting. him. Yeah, I, he's one of my favorite drummers. Uh, this is far and away the jazziest drumming on any John Mayer song. I hear that. Uh, there's some like real jazz elements going on there. Um, and so it's, it's great listening to Matt play. He's played with everyone from like Fiona Apple to A Perfect Circle, like a really wide range of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a story about, do you remember the Wallflowers? Yes. Jacob Dylan's mm-hmm. band. So there's a story, I don't know if it's true or not, but it's been passed around in the drumming community. Like you. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I was like, like I'm a story? Yes. Why are you so confused? Uh, yes, yes, exactly. Okay, go ahead. Um, that when they went in to do their first record, uh, the Wallflowers drummer just had never done a, didn't do a lot of recording and like recording is its own thing it is a very separate thing a lot of it is mental because mm-hmm. you know like okay I gotta get it right this time yeah. and for some people it's just really really Too hard yeah. there's lots of people who talk about like the psychology of trying to be a recording musician and it can be a challenge and he just was really struggling so they calling in Matt Chamberlain and so Matt Chamberlain played all the drums on the first Wallflowers album oh, wow. despite not being the drummer for the band that's crazy yeah and that that is not the f- only story like that. That happens, you know, time and again. There's there's drummers. There's always you know, usually somebody at the time who is like, this person's reliable. I can call them. They'll knock it out in yeah. two takes. We can just move on. Yeah. yeah. And you know, if, if we got to save money, you know, yeah. for yeah. time, like yeah. we'll just call this person. They'll play. Yeah. You're still in the band. You're not kicked out of yeah. the band. We just you know you're not ready to do recording. Yeah. But Matt Chamberlain was that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Apocryphal, perhaps, but that's the story. I've never a been a what Apocryphal. What's that mean? So it comes from uh, the no. Don't give me like <laughs> Webster's it, dictionary defines it. May it means it may or may not be true. It may or may not uh, be canon. Okay, apocryphal. Right? Apocryphal. Yeah, you, you know, aren't you Catholic? You don't know about the apocrypha? No, because they're all in the Bible for you. All those books are in your Catholic Bible. The apocryphal book? Yeah, the apocryphal books. First no, and Second Maccabees, no, Bell and the Dragon. Paul, what are you even talking about? It's like Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Yes. Those are the books of the Bible. Oh, those are the New Testament books. Yes. Right. And then there's your Old Testament books. There's uh-huh. your Pentateuch. There's your Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. Yes, yes. yes. But I've never heard of the apocryphal book. Yes, there's the books that are like kind of in, yes, the, in the middle. They don't read that one in my church. They're... they're <laughs> 
they, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of out there, but it's like a lot of books that aren't accepted necessarily as canon. Mm-hmm. They were written about the same topics at roughly around the same times, but for various reasons, maybe they claim to be written by somebody who they couldn't possibly have been written by, or there's things in there that Something just fishy. a little too left of the mm-hmm. of the theological mainstream at the mm-hmm. time didn't get included in the Bible, but they were up for the discussion, Got and it. they've been included in called they're they called the apocryphal books, mm-hmm. and for a long time this may not be the case. I'm not Catholic, so I don't know. For a long time, they were still included in like the Catholic Bible, um, like as a thing you could read. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they were. They've never been a part of like a Protestant Bible. They've always been kind of. Well, this seen... was very educational. Yeah. Hey, I'm a religious studies minor. That was my uh, my <laughs> other right. thing. Okay, yes. moving on. Anyways. Uh, okay, bio, Ron. Yeah, I think yeah. that's it. The song was never a single, so there's no music video. Um, so annoying when there's no music video. Yeah. Pick a song that has a music video next week. Well, this is a great song. I'm really glad we got to do it. It's Me fun too. to dive into I just, it. I love a good music video. There's not a ton of live no. videos of this, but there is oh, seamlessly segueing into oh. favorite and notable version of the song. Uh, he did do, there's an as is version of the song okay. on the as is. And you did. You're against as is usually. Usually. He's the the recording on the album far better. Mm-hmm. This album recording is great. He's doing some really interesting things on guitar. There's a lot of nuance there. Just actually, some of the bass playing on this was like really sweet, really tasteful, just really interesting things. So mm-hmm. I've said that before about Emoji of the Wave. It just really rewards like yeah. a close listening. Yeah, I felt the same way about Wheel. It really rewarded. I've heard the song a million times because I've always liked the song, but really listening to it and listening to each piece of it was really fun and a rewarding experience. But on the as-is version, John takes a break. Uh, the band keeps playing, mm-hmm. but before uh, I, you can't love too much part, mm-hmm. you can't love too much one part of it. Was yeah. It was? yeah. Yeah. Um, he stops and talks to the audience and he's trying to convince them to sing along, right? Okay. So he has this whole thing about like, you may not feel like singing along. You may be with on a date with someone that you don't yeah. really know that well. And, you know, you're not the type of person that sings along. But just do it. But he has this whole thing. He talks about how he feels like this song is about that at the end of your life, you're going to put the good on the table and the bad on the table. Mm-hmm. And they're going to even out. Mm-hmm. And, Oof. yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't agree with that. Yeah. But this, that's but what he, he said. I hope it's not that. And he said, uh, you know, like, you'll, it, it doesn't make sense to you now, but the calculus of life will make sense when you get to the end. Mm-hmm. And then you may say, you may be saying, John, well, what's the point then? Mm-hmm. And, he's, and he's like, well, you lived it, didn't you? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I thought that was just in, it's interesting. Not necessarily no, that I agree with the philosophy of yeah, it. Yeah, no, I don't love but, that. But it was a, an interesting way, a window into what he was thinking at the time of writing this. Yeah. I love that he decided what happens at the end of life. <laughs> like, how old was he when Aziz was recorded? Yeah, so... How old is he now? Probably not old enough to know those things, but still confident enough in his own reasoning. Yeah. Before we talk about um, the song meaning, though, I did want to say that I like the, the drum noise at the start. Uh-huh. That's all. <laughs> that, You're yeah. welcome for that insight. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's what you call either a press roll or a mm-hmm. buzz roll. Yeah. Uh, I think like all songs should start like that. It's very vibey. It, it's it's definitely a jazz technique. It's something that I'm not particularly great at because no. jazz isn't my forte. And I never Lame. did marching band. Mm-hmm. So, so that's something that you kind of pick up like doing drum core type stuff. Okay. But I can, I can fake it enough. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll play that at your next show. <laughs> um, so song meaning then. So John's saying that at the end of your life, the good and the bad weigh the same and it's all a break even That's... is the meaning of the song. 
Well, that's what he said. I mean, well, obviously paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think if we look at the song, there's a different interpretation. I read an article as I was, as I was prepared for today. I was prepared too a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> I read an article that someone had written about it that they were saying like that he was trying to put this moral idea out there. Mm-hmm. Putting this sort of morality of things kind of evening out. Yeah. I don't know that I necessarily get that from the lyrics. I don't, yeah. Um, and so when I was reading the article, I read the article before I'd heard the live version. I was like, I don't really know where this person is getting this from. And then I listened to the live version. I'm like, oh, they're probably taking it from from this and using that to interpret the song. Okay, Interpreting yeah, it through that sure. lens. Yeah. But if absent that, just going strictly on textual analysis... Mm-hmm. I feel it talks about, it's more about the cycle of life. Samesies. It's yeah. a full circle situation mm-hmm. is what I took away from the song. Yeah. That every, more closer would be for me, every ending is a beginning, every beginning is an end of something yeah. else, that kind of idea. Yeah, that's the only, uh, the only interpretation I could walk away with. I didn't listen to the as is, mm-hmm. even in my preparation like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm missing that link. So that was really interesting for me to find out. But I felt like, oh, this is 100% full circle you know, hellos or goodbyes, yep. and you could do this, and you do that, and it all comes back to the same place, which is like a trigger for me. Okay. And this is oh, where no. I talk about Gilmore Girls. Okay. And this is, I think, why I walked away. If you care about Gilmore Girls, you're going to understand why I walked away a little agitated that I watched Gilmore Girls when it was on real TV. Yes. Okay. And as then did I. Over and over again since then. And I always I knew... had to record it on VHS if I wasn't going to be home for an episode. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We would watch it together or did we watch... We would watch occasionally... Dawson's Creek and, Yeah, together, occasionally sorry. we saw an yeah. episode together, maybe two yeah. or three times, but not I'm surprised I shared that with you, honestly, because I'm very mm-hmm. protective about watching it. So then I watched it over and over again, as you do when you have... Well, we didn't have Netflix... I don't even know if Netflix existed. When my son and I lived in my apartment, I taped all of them. Mm-hmm. We started like mid-season. And I was like, okay, as soon as we get all of them from the beginning, we'll watch them together. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I go my whole life knowing that it didn't end how it was supposed to end. Mm-hmm. And that Amy Sherman Palladino had yes. the six, last six words or whatever, five words. And and it was very frustrating to me because mm-hmm. I felt like they owed it to me to tell me how it was supposed to end and that I should have got the correct last season, right? right. So the revival comes along. Yes. And you refer to it as my Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> and my son and I, my son's dad was visiting and I was like, you cannot talk to us. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't come in the room. You can't hang out with Caden. It was the day after Thanksgiving. Okay. Was it when I came Sounds out? about right. And I was like, you can have no contact with us. Mm-hmm. Like, you are not allowed to come ask questions. Like, you can hang out with Caden the next day, the day before. We're watching all of it in a row. That mm-hmm. was my first, first mistake. They mm-hmm. were hour and a half episodes. That was a them. long haul. It's a long haul. We broke for food. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a bunch of junk food. It was it was great. And it was wonderful to revisit. And I learned a valuable lesson about being careful what you wish for and revisiting things right. and living up to expectations. But at the end of the day, you revisited Stars Hollow. And my son and I went on the Warner Brothers tour. Mm-hmm. And it was dressed for Gilmore Girls. And right. I cried the entire time. Overall, really positive emotions, right? Yeah. And then it ended. Yes. And we got the last words. The that- real. Probably would have made been more impactful if Rory was a different age. I don't right. want to spoil in case no one's ever watched it. But I think constantly, it's, it's been years. I think it's fair oh, to. No, I'm very we're talking about a show we had to tape. But I know John Mayer's never watched it. So what if he listens oh, to this? I don't want to ruin it for him. I want to watch it with him. Uh-huh. So the whole theme of all the four episodes was like they would always have the main character saying like, "Oh, come full circle. Oh, right. this full circle." And I was like, "Okay." I, I waited all this time for this, and mm-hmm. I'm fine with the way it ended now. Mm-hmm. But like that day, like I threw the remote at the TV. Like I was like, I cannot believe I went through all this for that. That is not what I envisioned it being. Mm-hmm. And so for that reason, thank you for listening to my long tangent. There's nothing to do with John Mayer. I just I hate hearing about full circle stuff now. 
I uh, I love watching Wednesday, the show Wednesday, which is like my new Did obsession. Did you finish it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, me too. Yeah. Um, just because like when she's in town, it so clearly stars Hollow. See, and that was very distracting to me. Uh -huh. This is one thing. Be careful. You're like, you're... they're in Luke's coffee shop right yes. now. I'm like, that is Luke's. That yeah. is the high school. That is the That's church. That's Dozy's Market. Mm, exactly. And then it was, it, the problem is, which you didn't have, but mm -hmm. if you go on the Warner Brothers Law Tour, uh -huh. which is amazing and I highly recommend, mm -hmm. but it also ruins it for you. Oh, and then, then every show, every you're time? like, oh man, that's just a lot. Oh, I've been there. That's Suki's house. Yeah. Like it, because they tell you, but then you just have something in your mind because you've been there that clicks. Yeah. And so I found Wednesday to be a good show. I didn't think it was as good as everyone else thought it was. Oh, it's amazing. It was, it was cute and it was fun to watch, but I would get so agitated when she'd go to town. <laughs> I'm like, oh, why are you in Gilmore Girls? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, song meaning. Do you have anything else yeah. to say? <laughs> well, no. I mean, I th I think that's very much it. It's you know, uh, if you wave goodbye and you just keep on waving. Hello. It's gonna be hello yeah. again. Yeah. You could do this when I leave here after recording this. I could stay here all there, week. For two weeks, because we're off next week, <laughs> just stand at the door and do nothing but wave for two weeks solid. That's why I'm taking Christmas week off, is just to stand at there the door There you go. And wave. Eventually, I'm going to show up again and we'll be waving hello. Yeah, I mean, it, he does a good job of illustrating that and it makes sense. But the segues into lyrics for me, mm -hmm. maybe you can explain it to me. You can't love too much one part of it. But I, I had a hard time with that one. It doesn't I, make any sense. It doesn't even, even fit. Just like even though I was trying to recall it, I was like, wait, but that doesn't sound, wait, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, I. Uh, I, I get the idea of you can't love too much. And he does yeah. talk about that a little bit in the as is version. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know if you can't love too much one part of it. Is it just saying like you can't love any one thing too much? Is like no amount of love is too much for any one thing? I don't know. Well, my continued that journey of constantly clumsy. singing the wrong lyrics. Oh. I always thought it was you can't love too much one part of me. Oh, you know, you know what I because got wrong? Because that's what it sounds like. That would be cool. That would make more sense. I didn't love that part either, but yeah. I, I learned that I've got a lyric wrong to this song Which the one? whole time. And that's the way this wheel keeps working out. I always thought it was working out. It's working now. Every lyric I looked up said now, and when I listen to it now, I can hear him singing now. I always thought it was that's the way this wheel keeps working out. I, I think out. I thought it was out also. Yeah. Yeah, because interesting that he rhymes now with now. That's kind of weak for him. Well, he's not rhyming anything. He's saying the same line twice. No, and that's the way this wheel keeps working. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> Never mind. It's the same exact line twice. <laughs> well, it starts with and, and that one starts with that. And. Um, yeah, so I also, okay, my favorite lyric is, mm -hmm. I believe that my life's going to see the love I give return to me. However. It's so, it's so, it's so beautiful at the end yeah. of the recording. So what I hate about the as is version is it fades out. Mm -hmm. We never get to the very end. We don't get to that part. Mm-hmm. But on the recording, it's just really beautiful. Like everything starts fading out and it's just his yeah. guitar. Yeah. And then it's just him saying, I believe that mm -hmm. my love's going to see, see the love I give return to me. Oh, I know. But also. Beautiful. Without your explanation of as is, mm -hmm. I've always thought, I don't know why that's in the song. Do I think it's beautiful? Yes. But I don't think it goes with everything else I just read. Well, I think it's the idea of the wheel, right? I'm going to put this yeah, love out I into get the it world, now, but... and then the wheel's going to cycle back around, and that mm -hmm. love's going to come back to me, because yeah. it's just on the wheel. It's on the merry-go-round, yeah. and if you stand in the same place, it's going to run into you over and over again, because things are just in motion. So here's an interesting story about that lyric. Mm -hmm. um, we, at my work, which is a nonprofit, decided we wanted John, and by we, I mean me, mm -hmm. decided we wanted John Mayer to come do a benefit concert. We've successfully hosted benefit concerts with... 
you know, varying degrees of celebrities. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, this would just work out nice for me. So <laughs> he has a dog. I'll give it a try. Right. And um, my, I think I've referenced before, my coworker, it was really artistic, and she painted, like, the equivalent of his, his arm sleeve. sleeve. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I gave her multiple John Mayer quotes from songs. Okay. And I was like, here's, like, 20 quotes. Use which one you'd like. And that's the one she chose. And mm -hmm. she was like, oh, I love this. This is so beautiful. And I just thought that was interesting. That that's is. what she chose out of... I mean, I wasn't into Walt Grace yet, so I didn't give mm -hmm. her any Walt Grace quotes, but... It, it, it is beautiful. Honestly, I really like all of this song. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I was really excited. I've always liked the lyrics in this song. I think it's. I think this is a really well-written song. I think this is, when I think of, like, a John Mayer song, this to me is, like, a John Mayer. I'm doing air quotes here. John mm -hmm. Mayer, TM song <laughs> yeah um just like it's clever everything kind of works together yes I, I figure you're about to ask me what my favorite lyric is and yeah. it's kind of like you know i hate to make this answer but kind of the whole song oh that's a me answer i know it's just so great everything like for even from right off the first verse people have the right to fly um like the right to escape and take mm -hmm. off and will when it gets compromised if you restrict their freedom right it's kind of like that idea if you hold something too closely it wants to escape yeah um but then go right from that like metaphor of flying to airports right, right? yeah and that's a good point and so like that that's kind of a cool thing um and you know we've already talked about that that blending of you know someone's last goodbye mm -hmm. you know so you're saying goodbye to somebody it's like you know, this certainly not the first time people talked about the idea at the hospital, someone Just is going to die, and sometimes walking out with a baby. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, yeah. Dave Matthews Band has a song called Funny the Way, that, Funny the Way It Is that has like almost that exact mm -hmm. line in it. Um, even like verse two, I've always really loved too. Um, you can't build a house of leaves mm -hmm. and live like it's an evergreen. Mm hmm. Because that's the nature of leaves. Right. You can't change them. Yeah. It's just a season thing. Yeah. It's just a thing the seasons do. But see, that, that part's always cracked me up. Uh -huh. It's just a season thing. I, just, that sounds like a lyric I would write. Oh, like, I don't know what to say, so I'm just going to say the same thing, but move the words around. It's so great. I love <laughs> it. I love everything about it. That uh, That's probably my favorite part, actually, is verse two. I just... Well, it's interesting what you skipped, not that you have to read the whole song, uh -huh. but I always thought, and I won't be the last, no, I won't be the last to love her, was an interesting... And then he switches it in the second verse, to I him. won't be the last to love me, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 No, you won't be the first. Oh, the first, me. yeah, there we go. Yeah. So yeah, no one is, no one else is going to be the first person to love me. That's done. Right. No one I meet the rest of my life will ever be that. Yeah. And, you know, the thing about being no the last... No one else will be Marie. Yeah, for yeah. John, yes. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I've never dated I, anyone I named Marie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but a friend of mine said today, like, uh, she was like, I didn't realize when I played my last soccer game mm -hmm. that it was my last soccer game, mm -hmm. you know? And there's that thing they always say, like, you never know the last time you were going to hold, hold your, your child. child. Yes, that's so true. Which I just make sure I keep picking up my kids all the time just to make sure it, ain't hap it hasn't happened. I get my six like, feet tall. Yeah, Nevea is like the same height as me. Yeah. Like she wears my clothes sometimes. I've been caked up in the pool one time this summer. I oh, guess nice. that counts. I always tell her like that's why I go to the gym so much to make sure so no, matter how, yeah, no matter how grown you get I can always pick you up. Um, which she's absolutely not having it. Um, <laughs> nor should she. No. Um, 
but yeah, you don't really know when things end. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I, how many people have had the story of like, they said I do and like, this is going to be the last person to love me. Mm-hmm. And then life happens. Yeah. And then they're not. And it's like, oh, I'm never going to love again. Yeah. And then like my mom got remarried in her 60s. Mm-hmm. You know, or maybe she was in her late fifties, but she was same thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the how long they've been married now. Late fifties, you know. Yeah. yeah, and like, and you know, they're very happy. Yes, they are. You know, and I, I, I love that for them. I love that they that she gets this second life. You know. Yeah, you just uh, don't know, and you just don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know how those things are going to go. You never know when the last time is going to be, and there might be times when you think something's the last time, and it just isn't. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's yeah. It makes me feel sad now. So this song is a lot of that, right? It's yeah. a beautifully written song, but it's not a happy song. Right. It's not aggressively sad. No. It's just, a, I think, a realistic take on what life is. Yeah. And there's a lot of sadness to life. My daughter asked me last night, she's like, are you ready to have a 15-year-old daughter? Because mm-hmm. her birthday is next week. No matter if you're ready or not, it's happening. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know that 15-year-old you is going to be that much different than 14-year-old. And I love 14-year-old you. So mm-hmm. I'm going to love 15-year-old you, you know? And she's like, well, what about when I'm 16? I was Ooh. like, I'm going to love I'm gonna love that person, too. You're going like, to love it, but it's going to feel she's weird. She's like, what about when I'm 30? I was like. That's just rude. I was like, baby girl, <laughs> I'm going to love you for the rest of your life. It won't matter what age you are. No, but it right? feels weird. But there is that sense of, like. Yeah, because then I say that, we have this conversation, and, like, I don't matter. And then, like, my memories pops up today. Yeah. And it's, like, her being, like... Tiny. Yeah, with a, my son being, like, a baby and her playing with him. We spent, like, 20 minutes on the couch last night, me and my wife, watching, like, old a mm. video that that Nevaeh had made on her tablet mm-hmm. of her and Causer, my son, playing mm. together. He's, like, a baby. He's, like, in diapers, baby. Mm. And it's just like, oh, so adorable. And both of those kids who absolutely had my heart are gone. Yeah. And never coming back. Yeah. Now, I love what they've been replaced with, Mm -hmm. but that's what being a parent is. It's a constant exercise in letting go. I just don't think this is like a super good conversation to lead me down. As I've expressed, (laughs) I'm having trouble with my son being a senior in high school. But but thanks, Lucas. Oh, sorry. I'm just saying that's... (laughs) He's gone. (laughs) Yeah. But that's the the way the wheel keeps working. You you drop off a 14-year-old daughter, you pick up a 15-year-old daughter, you know? (laughs) You, the wheel's going to take away a high school son who's going to deliver a college son. Okay, moving on to listener <laughs> feedback because I've had enough of you. Uh, 79% play the song, 21% skip. Oh. I did expect it to be a little higher on the play because the same people who did this poll are the people who chose the song. Right. So that was interesting to me. Now, oh, if I can remember the password on my phone. I, I always can... play this song. I've, I've Now? Even before. Oh, you always liked it yeah, before? Yeah, I've always okay. liked it. Um, at Baby Carrots 2002 said, I believe my life is going to see the love I give return to me, which is mm-hmm. one representative of everybody agreeing mm-hmm. on the same favorite lyric. Um, you're going to like this one. Okay. At The Real Slim Kadio says, I'll give John the love he wants returned to him. Yeah, she will. <laughs> Lucas Sutter wrote. Oh, what did I say? Of Fortune. Because I probably, oh, I probably the, already didn't feel good and didn't know. And I just put, like, wheel in the box. You just put wheel <laughs> question mark. No context. You just posted a thing that said wheel question Honestly, mark. Honestly, at this point, they like, don't know when I say the name of a song in the of, chat box what to do. Of fortune? Everyone what are you else getting did, at? You know what? We had a lot less. 
we had a lot less write-ins than usual, so you're probably onto something. Yeah, I had no idea what you were asking, what you were requesting of me. At Shell My Bell says a song with lyrics that make you stop and think about how life works in unique ways. Sometimes love this. Mm-hmm. Um, at Natalie Feldman said will always be my third favorite John Mayer song of all time, which just made me curious. What the first two are. But that's totally, that statement right there is totally against the idea of this song, right? Because it may, may not always all, be her third yeah, favorite Yeah, Natalie Feldman. Because he might write a new song mm-hmm. that will usurp the it. The one he just debuted, kind and, of. And push down to being it's your, her fourth favorite song. You don't know. That's how the way this wheel keeps working out. Or <laughs> at, working now, apparently. <laughs> at MN2AZ Girl did snoring emoji, snoring emoji, snoring emoji. So oh. I don't know if she's snoring at the choice. Or if the song if is the like song a lullaby. It is a mellow song. When you just send me emojis, I don't know what to make of it, guys. Uh, Vanessa Valeska said something that I'm shocked we didn't touch on yet. He's obsessed with the passage of time. Yeah. Wheels, trains, clocks, and with being loved, the love I give returned to me. Heart mm-hmm. eyes emoji. And that is, again, I mean, my God, what, 75% of the songs we've covered probably yep, address time. Well, of course, I'll address time and love if we make that the criteria. Yep. At Viklam underscore 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 says, I love how this song shows deep reflection, but how it ultimately shows optimism. The last relationship didn't work out, but the love that he put out will make its way back to him. Perfect last song on Heavier Things. I totally agree. I Yeah, I think that's nice too. And just like, yeah, that's just a great way to end an album with this song and with the end of the song. Mm-hmm. Just his voice. In the way the yeah, the way the song ends, yeah. I agree. At Belinda underscore Buchanan said, "I think the best quote last song of any of John's albums." And I oh, did not a do fun, a comparison, yeah, but a I, I think game. I'm going to agree with her. What's the last song of Continuum? I don't. I you know, like streaming has ruined my understanding of track listing now. Samezies. You know, like I. I just listen to what of, I want when I want it. Some of the older stuff, like I still remember from the CDs. Yeah. You know, because when a song ends mm-hmm. in your mind, do you hear the next song playing? Sometimes that happens to me, but it happens to me of CDs I made myself in the car. Oh, okay. So it's like John Mayer song ends and Alicia Key song start like in. So it, it's my oh, own little track. It's right. not the track of actual albums. So the new uh, this happened for me. That happens for me with the new Dance Gavin Dance album because. Mm-hmm. I listen to it at the gym a lot. It's one of my, my favorite gym songs or albums. And I just like been listening to it straight through because mm-hmm. my gym time is longer than the album. So I just listen to it straight through. So I'm so used to hearing that album in order. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what number any of the tracks are, but just I know, know what, what comes, comes next. next. Yes. Yeah. Um, at Heidi Stroll Romero says, I love the circular feeling that music creates. It's very steady and just rolls along. All the lyrics are great, but I especially like the very last line. I believe my life's going to see the love I give returned to me. Mm-hmm. At my oh, at Miles Panofsky says definitely one of the better tunes off Heavier Things. I love the line quote because if you never stop when you wave goodbye, you just might find if you give it time, you might wave hello again. So simple yet so perfect, which yep. is a line that you liked yep. too. You know what else I like as I'm looking up? It feels like a very Lucasy line. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to call this part of the song. It's maybe it's verse three. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you can find me if you ever want again, mm. I'll be around the bin, you know, yeah. I'll be around like I'm, I'm around. Like if you need to find me here, I am. I've never changed my cell phone number. Yeah. If you've ever had my cell phone number, you still do. You yeah. know, that is I, true. I, I, you're one of the few people whose cell phone number I have memorized yeah. because it's from the era when you had to, had memorize, to memorize people's numbers. cell numbers. Yeah. I live in the same town I went to high school in, mm-hmm. you know, like same email address. 
Uh, no, because remember I used to have like the death cab death email. Death cab for Lucas. Yeah, yeah, and I had to get a grown-up email. Now I'm a grown-up. I have my same email, and it ends at AOL. AOL.com. And so whenever – you don't have to go a lot of places now and give your email. Mm-hmm. It's more like just type in your phone number or whatever. Right. But every time I do, I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Because someone will like flinch or make a comment. Yeah. Moving on. Um, at – uh, for reels three said such a great tune that flies under the radar all too often because it wasn't I would a agree. single yeah yeah at fatima sahar six said finally so people really people have been, been trying to get at this song yeah yep. at michael.par24 said my prayers have been answered oh i love that enthusiasm and at carly porter 1221 said another song about time's effect on relationships and it's perpetually beautiful and that is our listener and instagram feedback Thank you guys. Wonderful yes. as always. Always appreciate And thank appreciate you guys for being feedback. so nice when I was sick and sending me sweet messages about getting better, which clearly I'm doing just very slowly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so time to rate the song, right? Yeah, this is going to be interesting. So, Jill, is this the John Mayer who sings the quiet songs, or is this the John Mayer who turns the ladies on? I'm happy to say that most of the internet seems to agree with me. We have an 89% quiet song, 11% turns the ladies on. I can understand an argument for Turns the Ladies On. Mm-hmm. It's an emotional song. Mm-hmm. It's introspective. Uh, the the end is so beautiful. The love I give. Yeah. The, yeah. So I'm not even mad at the 11 percent as mm-hmm. I generally get when people don't agree with me. Mm-hmm. I definitely think it's 100 percent quiet. But I think the argument to go otherwise, there's a straight line to it, and I'm not confused by it this time. I'm surprised by the heaviness of the percentage. I agree with mm-hmm. you that I think it's a quiet song, mm-hmm. but I think we've had other songs that were much more clear-cut right. quiet songs that were a lot more split on the vote. Maybe they're tired of my, my voice going high-pitched. Oh, yeah. Like, and what are you guys like, thinking? Yeah. <laughs> because, like, yeah, same thing. Like, this isn't, like, aggressively sexy or anything, no. but it is a song about love. Yes. And about the, I don't want to say timelessness of love, but, mm-hmm. like, Eternity, eternal, yeah. eternal nature of love, yeah. right? Um, and I can see that being very attractive to some, somebody Absolutely. who's like, oh yeah, this guy, he he gets it. He's mm-hmm. ready to love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. All right. Well, then, Jill, how much did this song make you love John Mayer? I'm gonna give it a respectable four. Okay. It's not John's fault that I watched uh, Gilmore Girls a Year in the Life all in one day. Right. If I'd spaced that out, I would be a lot. Calmer. As I did, I was watching it like an episode did. a week. I yes, I have a very good friend. Him and his wife watch Gilmore Girls over and over again, like I do, mm-hmm. and they watched it every Friday, like Friday mm-hmm. night dinner vibes. Mm-hmm. And I could not speak to him at all mm-hmm. until it was done because he was so afraid I was gonna like blow it for him, and it right. was an intense month. Um, so yeah, so let's take that out. I love the musical. Oh my God. Did I just say out loud I hated the musical? No. Because, oh God, do I, you know what? Mm. I'm fine with the musical that, now. The musical is my favorite it, part. But if you watch it all in a row, uh-huh. but that is wasted time, Luke. That's I know. That's two new characters. I know. We barely got any lane. I understand we didn't have a lot of Suki because of scheduling reasons. I would have right. taken some more Michelle. Like I would take... Why? No. Unless you're going to continue the show and mm-hmm. these are new characters and you're going to come back with another season, do not waste my time with the Stars Hollow musical. She just wanted to write a musical. Basically. Yeah, that's it. You have to think about it from the write, from writing perspective, right? I did like how she, they like tried to make it like Hamilton. That was funny. Yes. Very timely. And but. so I don't have the intense emotional connection to the show that you do. I don't think anyone does. I think the show's great. Yeah. I love it. It's one of my favorite shows, but I don't, like, identify with it. There's yeah. no part of my, like, identity that is connected to liking Gilmore Girls. Right. Any more than, like, Friends. I think Friends is great, but mm-hmm. there's I don't have any, like, deep personal connection to how you're doing, you know? Sure. 
So for me, I was like, I totally get that from yeah. a story place that this is wasted time. I also love that she's like, I want to write a dang musical and I'm going to put it in there. I would have taken more oh. Kirk. I would have, there was so much more Dean. Did you watch the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, speaking of Kirk? No, I've never even seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Kirk's in it. Did you not right. know this? Yeah, because his brother directs his, it. Yeah. I mean, he's an, a great actor, and I'm sure he earned the part that he has that came out all wrong. He's 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 really fun. He, yeah. he is great in like, everything he's in. I just want to like, stop the podcast. Sean Gunn, right? Sean Gunn. Gun. I just want to stop the podcast and watch Gilmore Girls now. I would imagine there's not a lot of overlap between these podcast listeners and them loving Gilmore Girls. I don't know. This is a similar time period, like from when John Mayer stuff was coming out. I guess that's true. Yeah. We were almost extras in an episode of Gilmore Girls. Who's we? Me and you. Were we? Yes. How do I not remember this? Okay, I'm going to tell the story even though I shouldn't. We probably lost people at this point. I'll make it quick though. That's all right. We got plenty of time. Rory and Paris go, um, so Rory's in college. It's first or second year. Mm -hmm. And they go on spring break in like Florida. Mm -hmm. And back then the WB was really into putting real bands mm-hmm. in the shows. Yeah. And like the music they played was a big because, deal. Yeah, because they were breaking bands. Right. Like, that was yes. like that's how you found out. That your... was TikTok. Yes, basically. exactly. I don't know who this band was. I don't know that they were broke necessarily, mm-hmm. but um, they were in like a nightclub and they were seeing a band play. And I don't know how or why because Facebook existed yet mm. um, or it was in its infancy and I was at work and I somehow got notified. Mm-hmm. I was probably going to WB emailing list mm-hmm. that they needed young college looking extras to come be in the nightclub why they didn't just get extras yeah i don't know mm. and so i called you and i was like do you want to do this and you're like heck yeah like let's go to burbank let's do that it'll be totally fun you had a frame of reference of where it was because your sister being an actress yeah you were totally down and i went to my boss and i was like i need the day off and he's like absolutely not and you were livid i feel like i remember this and i feel like i knew the band you probably did because you're you. I yeah. still to this day couldn't that, tell you. And I think were. that's what, what I was so sold on. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. it's not Jimmy Eat World, but I want to no. say it was. So, it was something. Well, I would have just called him sick. It, if was, it was something Jimmy like World. that that I was like. But like, I'm so mad that I didn't go. I mean, I didn't know how much the show would ultimately mean to me, but right. the fact that I could turn Could've. to Kate and be like, look, there's the back of my head. Like, look, yeah. there's Lucas. Or you can't see us, but we were there. And we right. have pictures from set. And my boss just, like, I had this crazy boss who believed that you should never be able to take off time for work. If you were sick, you should come sick. Oh, God. Vacations are things you can do on the weekend. He was literally insane. He's delightful now. Um, and and I, I hold this grudge against him for so many years. Man. Anyways, what are we talking about? <laughs> Um, so, yes, so now we're on to discussion questions. No, no, how much oh. do you like the song? Oh, or how much does oh. the song make you love John? Uh, this if is like all. a five. Well, f- yeah, I figured you'd yeah. have a strong. Yeah, yeah, this is really well written. Um, I, it's the only knock against it, if I could give it a knock, is just that it doesn't feel great. But yeah. life oftentimes doesn't feel great. Yeah. And as an artist, if your job is to present some aspect of life... Mm-hmm some understanding of the world around you. I think that he absolutely accomplishes this here. Yeah. So while there's a lot of songs like Slow Dancing in the Burning Room that doesn't make me feel great, it's beautiful and it's wonderful and I'm very, very thankful that it exists. I feel the same way about Wheel. Mm -hmm. When this came out at that time in my life, this was like, yeah, things aren't great right now, but it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know? It's like a comfort song. Yeah. But it's also not it's, a comfort depends, song. Depends if, if you're down, yeah, exactly. it's a comfort song. If you're up, it's less comforting. So mm-hmm. now where I feel like my life is in a really good place and I'm really happy, something like this is like 
can I hold on? How long do I get to hold on exactly, to this? But yeah. when I was in my 20s and I was single and didn't really have a plan for my life yet mm-hmm. um, and just kind of like struggling with what to do in the future, like this idea that like, oh, like there's going to be other opportunities, yeah. you know, it's going to be fine um, was really, was really encouraging. So yeah. depends on where you are in the wheel. <laughs> I like to only be in the positive section of the wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, in a shocking turn of events, I didn't have any discussion. You questions. had two weeks to prepare, Jill, and came with no. I'll be honest with questions. you; I only prepared for one, and I've slept since then. Oh. So we're lucky I did this good. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got? So I wanted to know. I, I think about my own life in those times when uh, that last gu- goodbye becomes mm-hmm. sorry, where I waved goodbye and kept waving until I waved hello mm-hmm. again. There's real specific things I can think of. Do you have something like that in your life that you're like, I thought this was the last time this for me or I thought this thing in my life was done or over but it came back like in a good way in a happy way not like I thought I was done being sick but now I'm sick again but oh like... god I better not get sick again um I don't know I'm gonna need a minute with that can okay. you cite one of your examples um, I think music about? is the number one oh that's interesting yeah. because you know, when I was young you were coming to my shows when I was a young person yeah we were reasonably successful and had a couple of opportunities when I, this is like straight after high school, you know, I'm in my 20s or whatever. Um, and I thought, hey, this is it. I'm going to be a musician. It's going to happen. Didn't really work out. I kept kind of like laboring and working through it uh, for a couple of years. And then at some point, it I had a, f- a family and it just was becoming problematic to be, I have young kids at home. It's problematic for me to be gone all the time. So I quit. I retired. I was yeah, done. Very much so. Music was a thing that I used to do. Yeah. And then, you know, life took some turns and I was in a bad place and needed something joy in my life. And so I reached back out for music and it's been the, just the biggest blessing in my life. It is the greatest source of joy outside of my family is being able to play music as much as I am with the caliber of musicians that I can't, that I do. And being able to make money is just like the cherry on top, but it's absolutely, I, my identity is as a musician now. If you Mm -hmm. ask me what I am, Mm -hmm. I say I'm a musician. That's, that wasn't even ever true. Even back in the day, I would never say that. Yeah. It's always other things. Now is the first time in my life where music is really the animating force. And it's, so that's something that I'm, I'm really grateful. Uh, me and my wife, we said goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, You know, we said goodbye and I really thought that was it. Um, but I just never stopped waving. Mm-hmm. I literally never stopped waving. And then finally I got to wave hello again. Well, I'd like to clarify mm-hmm. that I'm still waving at John from when I was <laughs> in Vegas. So now I do like this song and it gets a five. There you go. <laughs> Turned it around. Um, I think that when I was younger, I don't think I know this. Um, I was in commercials and stuff. Yeah. And I was on a path to 100% be a child actress. Mm-hmm. And then I got braces. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hit like about fifth grade where no one's particularly cute. And I got mono in sixth grade. Oh. So I couldn't go to school, audition. I couldn't do anything. And my Kissing agent was too like. Many boys. No, I didn't kiss anybody. We still don't know how I got it. It's very confusing to me. Maybe I drank off someone's cup. Oh. But no one else at school had it. Anyway, I digress. Um, so I, uh, it just ended. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I was not a cute little kid anymore. And I mm-hmm. certainly wasn't like a Disney Channel, like gorgeous, like popular main character vibes. Mm-hmm. And um, so I thought, well, I'll go back to it. I'll go back to it. And then I went to college and I thought, well, that career doesn't seem like it's smart. Mm -hmm. It still wasn't pretty enough. And now having started the other podcast, not that this one isn't successful, but was so successful so fast, 
Um, I feel like it's different, but podcasts didn't exist back then. Right. And I got back a little of voice. I thought, maybe I'll host a TV show, or maybe I'll be an actress, or maybe I'll do this. And so I have it in the best way possible because no one cares who I am right. when I walk down the street at all, but I still like feel kind of cool. Well, that's so, awesome. That's my best You've got example. your burgeoning media empire, though. I mean, I mean, did we talk about how Caden was on the news? Already? We did. We had a whole set. We we opened a uh, episode with it. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I do because of him. Yeah, <laughs> it's his empire and apartment 4D. Yes. If you're a fan of New Girl, you got to be listening to it. You it really is should. the most important New Girl podcast to be listening to. Forget about the other one. I appreciate you saying that. You're welcome. Anyways. Any other discussion questions? That's all I have. That's a good one. Thank you. Um, Thank so you. we will see you guys in two weeks. In two weeks. Oh, what's hear the song we're again. doing? It's your choice. It's my choice. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, you don't have to do it tonight because we have a lot of time. Yeah, but. I'm going to take that time. I'll tell you what I'm leaning towards. Does it have a music video? It does not have a music video, I don't think. Lame. I think I'm going to stay on heavier things. Oh. I think I'm either going to do Something's Missing or New Deep. I love both those songs. I do too. A I, lot. I, I, I was really uh, like I was really thinking about doing them last time. I don't remember what I ended up choosing last time. You know, I don't know. Yeah, but it was a good song. Whatever I chose was a good song. Yeah, I. They're all good songs because they're John's, but some are better than others. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that you do something's missing. Mm-hmm. No pressure. Um, that excites me. Something's missing is also on try. It's also yeah. on the John Mayer Trio I've been, album. I've been toying with doing that one for a while. Yeah. Okay, well, tune in to... Nope, don't tune in. Go yeah. to at Mare Study. Yeah, and, fi- and find out, find which, out. If it's, which one it is. And or I if ask... I go totally off book and finally do Heartbreak Warfare oh after God. talking about it every week. I'm like, I'm going to do Heartbreak Warfare, Warfare eventually. And then I'll put like more specific directions in the story. Like, we chose the song Wheel. Please share your thoughts. There you go. So people don't write back of fortune. Yes. <laughs> Okay, cool. All well, right. happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays to all of you. Hope you have a wonderful end to 2022. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being along for the ride for us. Stay healthy. Yeah, absolutely. And we will uh, talk to you guys in 2023. See you next year. So, <laughs> yeah. Bye.